Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to Podcast Pete's podcast, where I, Podcast Pete, talk about podcasts and podcasting, giving you real practical tips when it comes to making, publishing, marketing and monetizing your podcast. I'm only of interest to you if you're looking at creating a professional sounding podcast and you're wanting to attract the biggest audience that you can. Plus, as well in this episode, we give a shout out to another podcaster a little bit later on, so keep listening for that. Uh, If you've got a question about podcasting, or you just fancy a chat, you can always get in touch on the Facebook page. Uh, We're on Twitter, at PodcastPete2, on Instagram, or on email, therealpodcastpete at gmail.com. A couple of quick things before we get into this week's episode. Um... First of all, apologies for my voice. Sounds a little bit rough. Uh, I've kind of been giving it a battering this week. A few jobs and things that needed my voice. So it's a little bit rough and I apologise for that. Uh, Secondly, I'm not going to be here next week. So there's going to be no new episode on Friday the 25th of September. I just wanted to keep you kind of in the loop on that. But we'll be back the next week. Um, So this week, I wanted to talk to you about podcasting and YouTube. Now, first of all, there's something I want to repeat from a previous episode, and it kind of concerns YouTube too. The episode I mentioned this in was about setups uh, and the mistakes that people make when putting together their setups. So go back, after you've heard this one, go back and listen to that one because it's a good one. Um, If you're doing a podcast, it's audio and nothing else. As soon as you involve video, then it becomes a different thing. It becomes a vodcast or it becomes a vlog. And the people I'm talking to here are those people that post about their new podcast on social media and then tell me that it's only available on their Facebook page or YouTube, and there's a screenshot of them sat, you know, with some moody lighting and a and a laptop and, and the cameras on them. Podcast is audio. It isn't video. Audio is the salvation of the shy. <laughs> I, even though, listen, I was a radio presenter for full-time for... 30 years, and I still do some presenting now. I still use my voice as my work, which is why having a rough voice is a bit of a pain in the neck. Um, And I do that because I'm essentially a a shy person. I'm really the introvert. I may not come across that way, but I am because I'm not having to be looked at. No one's having to look at me. So, yeah, podcast is audio. Audio is where people who might be a little bit self-conscious about the way they look can exist in confidence and freedom. So stop deterring them from doing that 
by making them think that to do a podcast, you have to be on video because you don't. Not even close. However, here's the big surprise. If you have a podcast, it absolutely should be on YouTube. Absolutely. Not even a second thought. And here's why. Got to throw a couple of numbers at you. Just in the US, 16 million people consider themselves avid podcast fans, which is a great number. That makes me so happy. And the people who have listened to a podcast in 2019, it's a little bit more than that. It's about 155 million, which is over half of the US population. Now, I'm using US statistics because they're readily available and because podcasting is so much bigger in the US than anywhere else in the Western world at the moment. And the likelihood is you listening to it now are in the US. I'm in the UK and podcasting is my business. And I still get asked every week, so, sorry, what's a podcast again? And that makes me sad. <laughs> that makes the little man in my heart cry. So, anyway, back to those numbers that I was mentioning. So, 155 million people in the US have listened to a podcast, which is an annual figure. That's for 2019. For YouTube... That number's a little bit larger. It's two billion. And that's a month. So podcasting in the US, 155 million a year. YouTube, two billion a month. And that number, that two billion, that's only for people who log into YouTube, which of course you don't need to do to watch the videos. So the number is, in reality, quite a bit higher than that. So the numbers speak for themselves. If you have a podcast, you should have it on YouTube. Not because that's the better place to be, but because if you want to build an audience, and as I said at the top, I'm only of interest to you if that's what you want. You want to make a professional-sounding podcast that is you know, going to build an audience and create this loyal tribe of listeners... You put yourselves where you can be heard or potentially heard by the greatest number of people. That's YouTube. That's Apple. That's Spotify. And that's why you go for those. So how do you do it? How do you get on YouTube without filming yourself? Which I know for some of you is the worst thing in the world that you can imagine. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. First of all, it is time for this episode's podcast shout-out. And this is where I give a different podcast a bit of time to tell you about their podcast. And it could become your new favourite podcast, apart from this one, obviously. And if you want to be on the podcast shout-out, send us a 30 to 60 second audio clip uh, of about you talking about your podcast to the real podcast Pete at gmail.com. Anyway, for this episode's podcast shout out, 
I'm going to hand you over to Mike. Hey there. You do not want to listen to my podcast, the Gill Athletics Track and Field Connections podcast, unless you're like me and you like track and field, or maybe you just like to hear the stories of coaches around the country who really achieve success by helping others in the great sport of track and field. I'm your host, Mike Cunningham of the Gill Athletics Track and Field Connections podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Everywhere that you listen to this awesome podcast, you can find the Gill Athletics Connections podcast simply by searching Gill Athletics. Hope you'll join us. And if you don't like track and field, I know you know someone who does because it's the number one participation sport in the country. Pass it along. Let them know about the Gill Athletics Connections podcast. Now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Thanks very much, Mike. Uh, so the podcast is the Gill Athletics Track and Field Connections podcast i'll post links to where you can find it in the show notes okay back to youtube putting your podcast onto youtube is pretty simple and you don't have to buy a video camera you don't even have to be in front of a video camera to do it because you've already got this great audio this great content and what's happening is more and more people are signing up to youtube premium which is where they can start a video and then lock their phone and still listen to the video that youtube is playing they can do that with your podcast all you need to do is think of something visual because you can't upload just audio to youtube so how do you go about it well I know for a fact that there's a couple of hosting sites that have it as an option for your integration. I think Acast is definitely one of them. And if you've got that as an option, you absolutely take it. There's a downside to it, which I will get to in a few minutes, to what the downside is to having your hosting site automatically put your podcast onto YouTube. If you've got a Mac, there's a free way to do that, uh, which is iMovie. All you do, and you can do this on anything, you know, Windows Movie Maker, whatever you've got, you import your audio along with the cover image for your podcast. And all you do is you stretch the length of time that the image will be on screen to match the audio, and then boom, there you go. Your podcast is now a video file. And that can be uploaded to YouTube. And if you don't want to use iMovie, you don't want to use Windows Movie Maker, there's, you know, a number of easy movie making type um, film and audio editing programs out there. You don't need to kind of splash out on Premiere Pro or anything. So once you've done that, you've got this video file. That's just one step. There's another step. And another, the end of the next step, the other step, is all about the metadata. So what the metadata is, is effectively, in simple terms, it's the words and the tags that you use on your podcast. There'll be a, a place potentially on your hosting site to add tags, depending on which host you're with. Uh, but there's definitely a place to put tags on YouTube when you're uploading a video. And this is where it 
I come back to the the downside of having your hosting site automatically upload to YouTube is that they're just got to put up the title you came up with for your episode and the description that you came up with for that episode. All of that is just automatically going to get transferred to YouTube. Now, the title that works for Apple and for Spotify doesn't necessarily work for YouTube. And so just like with with your title in the last episode of this podcast, all about titles, you have to think of the wording. So if we've got our fake podcast that I like to trot out on a regular basis, of course, it's our knitting podcast. And let's say the latest episode is all about wool. You don't call your YouTube video wool. And you need to title it in such a way that it covers quite a few of the keywords that your target audience will be searching for without sounding like a list of words. So let's say if, I don't know, the episode is about the different kinds of wool that are available and there's been some adverse reaction to the huge amount that's out there and the title could be Listen to people talk about the huge amounts of wool out there and some people hate it. Full episode. So it's almost a sentence. It's not quite a title like you would have on Apple or Spotify. It's almost kind of a descriptive sentence that when you it, it's like a one sentence pitch for that episode that's what you need to come up with now that there listen to people talk about the huge amounts of wool out there and some people hate it full episode that's 89 characters with spaces so you're going to be fine on youtube with that basically what i'm saying is metadata on youtube is not like metadata anywhere else. So if your hosting site does automatically upload your episode to YouTube, you will need to go into YouTube as well. And the thing is, all they're uploading it to is your YouTube channel. You have to log in and, and connect the two. It doesn't kind of just randomly push it out there. Um, you then will have to go in and amend the title, the metadata, the tags, just to make sure you're hitting the right audience. You've got to think about, in much more of a broad way, about what people are going to be searching for if you want to build that audience for your podcast on YouTube specifically. It is. It's an incredibly different animal being on YouTube, and I, I really feel, I mean, we, you know, this podcast is only just getting onto YouTube. I'm not going to make it a big part of my marketing. Um, you know, I'm going to do some of it, but I'm not going to kind of go bananas on it. But I really feel for those people that are committed to making something work and making something popular and generating a big audience on YouTube. Now, unfortunately, I don't even have time to just go in about how you need to think about your cover image 
differently as well. And I know it must seem weird when people say, oh, I don't have time to do that now. Podcasts can be as long as you want. But I made a deal with myself that these would be of a certain length and we, we're kind of running over and I don't, you know, I don't want to kind of add on another 10 minutes talking about the, the cover image. Oh, what I will say is, as much as it's okay to just have your square podcast image as the image of the video when it starts playing, you're going to need something specific for the cover image that comes up when people are searching. Because as much as they're going to make a decision by the title of your video, they're going to make a decision based on the image of your video, the cover image that's on there as well. Again, I'm going to come back to this point I've mentioned a couple of times. You've got to draw in and interest the person who doesn't know you. You know that your family will click on that video. Your friends will click on that video. But that's not who is going to make your great audience. That's not going to who is going to make your podcast a great podcast. A podcast with a tribe of listeners. It isn't going to be your uncle and your auntie and your brothers and your sisters. It's going to be the people that don't know you. They're the ones you've got to draw in and interest them with what you're offering. They, they, you, you don't know them. They don't know you. They don't know what you're like. But they're interested in your content. Okay. That is all for this episode. Uh, in the meantime, just a reminder, no new episode next week. Um, not going to be here. So, uh, yeah, but we'll be back the following week. In the meantime, if you've got any questions, if there's anything you'd like to see me covering or hear me covering in future episodes, let me know. Uh, we're on the Facebook page. Uh, we're on Twitter at Podcast Pete Two. We're on Instagram as well. Or you can email the Real Podcast Pete at gmail dot com. Don't forget as well. Let me know if you're launching a new podcast, starting a new podcast. Tag me in, and I will share the heck right out of it. Okay, listen, guys. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Happy podcasting, and I'll see you next time. This has been a Monkey Pants Productions podcast.